Hi, I'm Julie Shepard, the founder and president of First Healthcare Compliance. Thanks for joining me today to learn more about the role of the compliance officer. I'm going to cover some basic objectives that are involved with this important role. The compliance officer has goals and responsibilities that must be met in order to carry out an effective compliance program. I'd like to talk about how the staff of any medical practice can help or hinder the efforts of the compliance officer and the most important points to consider when you're selecting a compliance officer for your practice. This is a timely topic for any healthcare provider enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid because a compliance program is required under Section 6401 of PPACA, also known as the Affordable Care Act. So this applies to a large population, any healthcare provider enrolled in Medicare or Medicaid. So it applies to primary care physicians, specialists, dentists, podiatrists, optometrists, and chiropractors. So why do you need a compliance officer? Well, as I just stated, compliance programs are now mandatory, um, and we've had compliance guidance for a long time. In the fall of 2000, compliance program guidance for individual and small group physician practices was issued and published in the Federal Register. At that time, compliance programs were only voluntary, but all the guidance that's out there still applies today. So the Office of the Inspector General provides us with seven core elements of a compliance program. And as you can see here, the third element listed is to designate a compliance officer or contact. So having a compliance officer is integral to any effective compliance program. And in fact, this is probably one of the first steps that you should take because the compliance officer has the responsibility of carrying out all the other elements of the compliance program. A compliance officer has a broad range of responsibilities. As we said, they must carry out all the other elements continuously. There's a lot of value in having someone in charge of monitoring, auditing, and overseeing your compliance program. This entails um, billing, coding, uh, and all the other high-risk areas you have within your practice. We know that OCR is auditing covered entities, so that includes all medical practices, and of course, OSHA is another uh, program that everybody should be aware of and continually monitoring for risk areas within the practice. The compliance officer will be responsible to report to the governing body of any organization. In a medical practice, that tends to be the partners or the physicians. Uh, the compliance officer is in charge of coordinating ongoing education for staff, and this is considered your first line of defense. Most people know about the annual requirements to educate on HIPAA and OSHA, and there have been some changes with HIPAA lately, so um, that's an important area to consider right now with the new omnibus rules in place. And again, you wanna consider all the high-risk areas within your practice that will definitely include coding, billing, and documentation, so you wanna zone in on that with the important staff members. An area that creates a lot of liability for medical practices that we see overlooked often uh, is the area of conducting screenings when you're hiring or employing individuals who may be on a government exclusions list. And of course, developing and updating important documents um, such as your code of conduct and policies and procedures 
are on the list of responsibilities too. So the goals of the compliance officer are really consistent with those of the overall compliance program. The compliance officer is going to make sure that everyone within your practice is conforming with the major fraud and abuse laws and the regulations that govern medical practices such as OSHA and HIPAA. So overall, they're looking to prevent, detect, and deterring any wrongdoing or problems. In other words, they're just trying to stop problems or um, find them while they're small and prevent them from becoming bigger problems down the road. The incentive is to really mitigate the risks and avoid the penalties that can be imposed from all the many uh, governing agencies. So there are a lot of ways that a medical staff can help or hinder these efforts of the compliance officer. It really boils down to three things, time, resources, and support. Compliance officers who feel that they have all the support and all the tools and resources that they need um, have much more satisfaction in their jobs. So if you are um, hiring a compliance officer or assigning the task to someone within your organization, think about that. Consider how you're going to support the person and make sure that they have the tools and resources to do the job properly. I'd like to include a word about the physician's role because it's a very large role and the success of a compliance program depends largely on the physician's commitment to the program within any medical practice. And this is fitting because uh, physicians within a medical practice bear the largest burden of risk. And it is a trifecta of risk. Uh, we always talk about financial risk, regulatory risk, and reputational risk. It's really the physician's name on the line. But that should be all the more reason that they're committed to the program and providing a compliance officer with everything they need to get the job done properly. So if you're starting your compliance program or just taking a look at one that's already been in place, you're probably giving a lot of thought to the compliance officer and how to fill the role. You may be looking to assign the duties to someone who's already in your organization, or you may be hiring a new person from the outside. Either option can be correct. There are just a lot of important points to consider as you go about this. You want to make sure that the person who's filling the role is seen as a high-level employee with authority in your organization. Personal traits such as um, strong leadership skills and an independent and effective personality are important. And I would add to that that it should be a person who can handle a lot of details at one time because there are many regulations and uh, many enforcement agencies. So there's a lot that has to happen and it has to happen continually over time. It's not just a, a once a year event. Um, and the person should be able to handle stress. I think that goes without saying. You also would like to find an individual who operates with objective views and separate from your legal and finance committees, however that is set up within your organization. I think it's important um, to point this out. The Healthcare Compliance Association conducted a survey earlier in the year that uh, really illustrates the inherent conflicts um, that are present when legal and compliance overlap. They interviewed over 800 uh, <clears throat> compliance professionals and found that 80% of the, 
of those professionals responded that they were opposed to the structure of having a compliance officer report directly to legal. Instead, this person, person should function with a lot of independence and uh, also report directly to the corporate leadership. And this is all uh, resulting from several recent settlements that require the compliance officer to report to corporate leadership rather than the general counsel. So we have to address the fact that medical practices um, are always unique. There are no two that operate exactly the same way. And size is a big factor because you do have solo practitioners and then we're seeing other groups get larger and larger. Uh, so there are different requirements for the compliance program in the way that staff is set up, the way that um, staffing is handled and the way the role is assigned. However, you need to consider the fact that no matter your size and your structure, the same rules apply. From the smallest practice to the largest institution, you're, everyone is under the same federal fraud and abuse laws. HIPAA applies to all sizes of covered entities, and of course, OSHA does too. So there's a lot to consider. I'd like to conclude by saying that you know compliance programs are now mandatory for all healthcare providers enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid. An integral part of this is assigning a compliance officer for your practice. This compliance officer needs to have the resources uh, to carry out their duties effectively. So I hope that we've given you a lot of information to consider as you go about this. I've included some helpful internet resources. The bottom four are government websites that have great information, and the one listed at the top is the Healthcare Compliance Association. This is a nonprofit organization that provides great educational resources for anyone looking into uh, building or maintaining an effective compliance program. Thanks so much for joining us today. Anyone at our team here at First Healthcare Compliance would be happy to talk to you about your compliance program. Um, you could reach out to us toll free at 888-54-FIRST or find us on the web at www dot one sthcc dot com.